0: What's going on guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Hamilton Train Podcast. I am your host, Jared Hamilton. Every single day, if you and I have not had the pleasure of talking yet in any capacity, I would like to talk to you and say what's up. So if you're listening to this and we haven't ever said what's up, shoot me a message and say what's up. Anyway, uh, today's episode is quite a bit different uh, than the normal fitnessy thing, but but then again, it's not because what I'm going to talk about today translates into like your fitness, your fat loss, all that, that stuff. But, um, this kind of stuff is what's going to implement that if you implement it correctly, will change your entire life. Um, it has mine and, uh, it's a little bit different. I I have Mm -hmm. very, uh, I have different emotions about this one. Um, I don't know if you guys can tell it in like kind of my energy or my tone or whatever, but, um, I don't know. I've been talking with a lot of people about this one, and this one's kind of I don't know. This this subject has been something that has almost been like just kind of in my my in my gut lately, or on my heart, or I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm supposed to do this uh, this topic today. So I actually tried to do in this episode uh, a few weeks ago, but I was having some technical difficulties and getting frustrated and all this stuff. And I'm, and I just kept my notes and stopped and stepped away. And then I'm like, I'll just do it later and come back to it. So that's what we're doing. So, um, today's episode is how to be happy. Okay. So, you know, this one's interesting just because I know a lot of people that aren't happy. Maybe that's why I've got kind of different, kind of in a different place with this, but it's one of those things where, we all need to be happy. We deserve to be happy. We're meant to be happy, but man, a lot of people are unhappy and it bothers me a lot just because I'm convinced we do everything we do because we think it'll make us happy. And a lot of people are chasing this thing called happiness and no one gets it. And no one's, you know, getting to that place called happy. But I think a lot of people misunderstand happiness and don't get in, in you know, before we get too into this, understand that I'm just talking to you from my own personal experience, my own studies, my own whatever. Um, I'm by no means a a psychiatrist or uh, a counselor or any of that stuff, but, um, there are times I feel like it, and it's one of the things I love about what I do with coaching people, but, um, but it's, it's honestly one of the biggest reasons why I love fitness and fat loss is because there's a few things the fitness world does when you do it right that takes care of a lot of other stuff. And I'll get into that here here in a minute. But today, I want to talk to you about, though, how to be happy, specifically, like tactics on how to be happy. Um, this is not just hocus-pocus, mumbo-jumbo, me trying to get you fired up and then you going back to being sad afterwards. This is And to to be honest with what I'm going to tell you today, it's not anything exciting or revolutionary. It's actually unbelievably simple, but no one does this stuff um, or no one does it for very long, so to speak. Um, And at first it's not going to make you feel any different. It's not until you start doing this stuff for a while and these things become habits and actual permanent character traits, then you start to reap the benefit. Just like when I talked about the gestation of fat loss, a lot of people eat right for two weeks and they wonder why they're not shredded yet but like keep doing that for the next eight or nine months and then you'll be shredded. It's the same kind of thing. But I, I want to talk about like what, uh, what happiness is though. Cause I think one of the biggest issues is, um, a lot of people misunderstand what happiness actually is. Most people think happiness is a place, but it's not. Happiness is a project. Happiness is a complete project that needs continual work that you never get to a Place where you call happy and you can take your foot off the gas. Think about it. It's like um, anything. And we do this for a lot of other areas in our life, and it makes sense. But when it comes to happiness, people think it's a it's a place, but it's not. It's a project. And I'm not the one that came up with that. A mentor of mine, Andy Frasella, said that on a on a on a on a I'm in an entrepreneurship group of his, and it was on one of our calls, and um, and and it hit me. I'm like, happiness is not a place. It's a project. Think of it like your health. You don't get if you let's say you eat right, you strength train, you sleep well, all that stuff, and you get to the place where um you you're in you're in really good health. But like then you quit doing that stuff that got you there. Then your health starts to decline, right? Health is not a place. You and I would both agree, getting becoming healthy is not a place, it's a continual project that you have to keep doing maintenance work on, right? It's the same thing, think about brushing your teeth. You don't get to a place where you have great oral hygiene where you never have to brush your teeth ever again, right? Having a clean mouth and great oral hygiene is not not a place that you get to because guess what? We all brush our teeth every morning, every night, and in between a little bit, right? Because you know if you don't do the stuff to maintain your great oral hygiene, your oral hygiene declines. Here's the thing, though. A lot of people view the same thing with happiness. A lot of people who are not happy – They don't do the stuff every single day, day in and day out to make them happy. And I'm not saying like, go to the spa, take a nap, uh, you know, play with your puppy that not that I'm not talking about that stuff. I'm talking about the actual hat things that you do that make you fucking happy inside, because I'm telling you there's a few, there's like, I have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, seven things, specifics that will make you happy. Um, and and they all kind of go in a big conglomerate of one or two things. But uh, I have a list of seven things I want to tell you. Um, and they it, it all contribute to why you are not ha- may not be very happy right now and how to f- change that and become happy. Because, again, but we got to frame happiness correctly. Happiness is not a place, guys. It is a project that you continuously have to work on like anything else. Okay? So understand this. If you get nothing out of this podcast – Write what I'm about to say down. Discipline equals happiness. That sounds basic as fuck, but discipline equals happiness. Think about the times in your life where you were most happy consistently. Your discipline levels were probably a higher level. And if you're listening to this right now and you are not happy, I would... I would presuppose that your discipline levels are currently subpar. And I don't say that out of disrespect. I love you, and that's why I'm doing this, and that's why I'm talking to you. But think about it. If you're not happy right now, like, yeah, mental health is a thing. depression's a thing. Being on medication is a thing. I get it. But, but even through all that, I would, I would presuppose that if you are not happy right now, your discipline sucks right now. Maybe things like starting a night and quitting things like saying, I'm going to start getting up early and you don't things like saying, I'm going to clean my house every day and don't things like you can move, you know, whatever you've been breaking promises you make to yourself. It sounds simple guys. It sounds, it's so fucking simple, but, and this is something I've experienced myself. Um, I like last year, for example, I went through, uh, I didn't really tell anybody about it. I went through a self-discipline program called 75 hard. Andy Frisella put it on and I did it and I completed it. And then I completed two phases after it. And my discipline was at an all time high and I have never been happier. And every day I did shit I didn't want to do. Cause you have to understand guys, discipline requires you to be uncomfortable, do things you don't want to do and things that aren't convenient. So part of it of us is like, well, then how do you be happy just being miserable? But exactly. That's part of it is, It's one of the reasons why fitness and nutrition and all this stuff is a great catalyst for other areas of your life because it shows your discipline. You know, if you've got a crazy life, but you still get to the gym, if you have a crazy busy life, but you still manage to get your nutrition in, if you've got a crazy busy life and you still manage to take care of yourself, you are flexing your discipline muscles hard. And then all of a sudden your happiness starts to increase, but you have to understand and believe right now that discipline equals happiness and discipline equals freedom. And if you are not disciplined, that is probably the top culprit. Why? Because I'm telling you, the best way to lose confidence in yourself, lose happiness, and lose fulfillment is to break promises you make to yourself. This is another one on the list: is um, promise keeping. It, promise keeping and dis- being disciplined go hand in hand. Because I would bet you're great with other people. I would bet money that you are just an, a really good person that uh, if your friend called you at three in the morning and needed help, you drop sleep and go help them. If your friend said, hey, will you come help me move at 7 a.m., you'd be there at 6.50. I bet you're the kind of person that you take on responsibilities for everyone. But when it comes to your own stuff, that's where we get a little bit sloppy, isn't it? You know, it's it's one of those things where you have to understand, though, that that one little thing is the, could be the catalyst that's holding you back. Because when it comes to happiness, it's directly correlated to discipline. And if you don't have discipline, I promise you won't have happiness. You may go through temporary little spurts here and there, but if we're talking about consistent trends about being happy, because think of it this way. Let's say you're disciplined right now and you're doing everything, what fitness or not. Let's say you're doing fitness stuff, eating in a deficit, getting X many ounces of water a day, going to the gym three days a week, or saying, I'm gonna clean my house every evening before I go to bed. I'm gonna do the dishes every night before I go to bed. I'm gonna take my dog on a walk every single day. I'm gonna read my kids a bedtime story every night, whatever, and you're feeling good. And then something happens and you fall off and you quit doing it. Then all of a sudden, happiness takes a dip. Your confidence in yourself takes a dip. Because at the end of the day, discipline took a dip. I'm telling you guys, like I've, I've seen this firsthand and I've experienced it myself. Like I've seen this with clients and people all the time. And and I would, I would honestly suggest you go test this out and say, you know what? I'm going to give this a try. I'm going to be unbelievably disciplined for the next three months and see if you're like rate your happiness and fulfillment on a scale of one to 10 right now. And, and, uh, and then do the, be unbelievably disciplined and consistent for three months and see what how, how it changes, you know? So it's it's one of those things, guys, that you, you really have to know that at the end of the day, this is the biggest thing is discipline equals happiness. But there's a few other things that, that kind of fall under that that changes a lot. So I want to talk about those. So discipline on that list of seven is number one, okay? And I promise I'll, I'll try to speed through these so this isn't like an hour and a half long episode. Number two is your standards. Well, like I said, all of these tie into discipline, but this is just like the branching off of it. Understand if you're not happy, your standards have probably slipped. You know, like, like you ever see like, uh, I don't know, let's say you ever see like someone maybe at your work or your house or whatever, like sweeping a floor. And then there's like, I don't know, like a a chair in the way and they just sweep around the chair. And it's like 99% of that floor is swept, but that 1% where that chair is at, they just went around it. Versus moving the chair, doing the hard stuff, being disciplined and sweeping under where the chair was and then putting the chair back. I, I'm telling you, it's stuff as small as that. Because as a whole, your standards have probably slipped. Because moving into the next thing, you are either growing or dying, one of the two. And if your standards start, start to slip, you're starting to die. Versus at the end of the day, you're growing or dying. And it's really hard to be happy and disciplined if you're dying. Versus there is no sitting still. You are either growing and moving forward or dying and regressing. Again, in everything like this, it's not a place, it's a project. May, having like big arms or big muscles or a current physique or mental health or physical health or mental hygiene or physical hygiene, whatever, you're either growing or dying. Like imagine someone who says no, like when it comes to taking showers every day, like, okay, you're either getting cleaner or getting dirtier. There's no like, I'm just going to get clean and stay clean and never get a shower, because you and I both know it's a project. Your, 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 your own, you know, daily day-to-day hygiene is a project. It's the same thing with this. So if your standards are slipping, and here's th- you're, you're, it's going to affect your happiness, because at the end of the day, going back to discipline, discipline's happiness, and you're either growing or dying. Because how you do, it's a cheesy saying, but it's true. How you do one thing is how you how you do all things. This is like discipline is a muscle as a whole. So if you're really, really, really disciplined in your fitness and fat loss, your marriage will get better. Your job will get better. Your performance at work will get better. You'll make more money. You'll be a better friend. You'll be a better dog parent. You'll be a better uh, everything. You improve one area of your life, it improves everything, right? Think about it. So understand that you're either growing or dying and your standards affect everything. So if you're willing to like, you know, that's, this is why like I always uh, I'm ready to make a big YouTube video talking about like why people are overweight and fat still is because, and I was going to show like um, Walmart or, or, or grocery carts at the store are still out. There's trash on the floor. People uh, leave piss on the, on the toilet seats at, at, uh, at other people's houses. Um, you know, you don't sweep around the, you don't move the chair and sweep under the chair. You go around the chair, like all these standards and they're little things, but they add up over time. Right. If you don't believe me, you ever had a moment where like you get paid from work and then before you take care of like the paycheck, you're like, Oh, I'm just going to swing through a drive-through. I'm just going to get this shirt on sale. Oh, I just need to pick up dog food. Oh, well, I just need to do this. Oh, well, it's only another 20 bucks. Oh, it's only this. And then all of a sudden, all these bullshit little expenses took your entire paycheck and you're like, I just got paid. How the fuck did I run out of money already? It's the same thing. This is a standard thing. For example, I had a, there's a, a friend of mine who is a basically a super high level um, leadership and operations uh, coach and trainer for the military, the military in different facets brings him in. And he's like, Hey, here's where your problem is at, that kind of guy. And the like football teams and stuff do it to him too. But, um, he told me, he, I was at a seminar of his, and he's like, hey, did you, and, and he said, guess what the number one reason for um, death on the battlefield for soldiers is? And so everyone's guessing like, oh, poor tactics or improper planning or, you know, the enemy had him surprised, all these big things. And he said, no, the number one reason for death on a battlefield is malfunction of the weapon. And you know what is the precursor to malfunction of the weapon? They didn't clean it good enough. Think about it. When a soldier is safe at their, wherever they're stationed at or in a bunker or whatever, the number one fucking cause of soldiers dying is because they did not clean their weapon good enough because their standard was subpar. So when they went on the battlefield and pulled the trigger, the bullet didn't come out. And then the enemy shot him. The number one reason for death on the battlefield is because the soldier doesn't clean his weapon good enough. Attention to detail, your standard as a whole. So apply that to your life. You know, like, is your house always dirty? Is your car always dirty? Are you always running behind everywhere you go? Are you always um, taking the easy way around, it's the easy way out? Are you, you know, and and keep in mind, guys, listen, I'm talking to myself on this. There are areas in my life that I have gotten sloppy on that I'm cleaning up as we speak, but I want to, I'm really, I really want you to know this because I want you to be happy and successful. That's why the, just your standard of living as a whole, it's in the tribe. It's one of our core values is raise your standard outside of fitness. Think of it like a great fitness example. Like people are like, oh, Jared, I can't, uh, I I, I can't go more than three weeks without falling off. I'm like, okay, well, do you make your bed every day? Well, no, why not? Well, it's just, I just don't have time. Like, okay, you're making excuses for a 30 second activity, but you think you're going to be able to control the fork 24 hours a day. Bullshit. Like I said, guys, I say this because I love you and I want to help you. But if you don't pick up your other standards all around your life, you will not move forward. Because something as small as that, if you're willing to slack on something small, you'll you willing you'll you'll be willing to slack on something big. But going back to discipline is the biggest reason you're not happy. Think about it. These little things equate to discipline. Discipline equals happiness. But the thing is, with discipline, it's easy. Like discipline isn't needed when things are fun, convenient, and exciting, and whatnot, right? Discipline always only comes out when it's stuff you don't want to do and it's inconvenient and you're not comfortable. That's where discipline comes in. You see what I mean? Because it all goes back to promise keeping. How many times have you said, I'm going to get up early and don't? How many times have you said, I'm going to quit being late everywhere I go and don't? How many times have you said, I'm going to pick up the house every night before I go to bed and don't? How many times have you said, I'm going to start over Monday and don't? How many times have you said, I'm going to, uh, it's the new me. 2020 is the new me. And it's January 27th. And you've already been back into old habits. Think about it, guys. This is where the magic is. This is, this is how it goes when it comes to being happy. Cause all this sounds basic. And here's the thing. It's not fun. You realize raising your discipline, raising your standards, making sure you're always growing and progressing, keeping promises you make to yourself. You realize that's not easy or fun, but guess what? I would again, presuppose If you're unhappy right now, it's not very fun right now either. So pick what, pick your hard. I've said this before. Everything's hard. Doing all this shit is hard. But being depressed and sad and unfulfilled sounds pretty fucking hard too. People say, oh, Jared, building a business, building an online brand is hard. I'm like, yeah, it sure is. But I couldn't imagine how hard it is being unfulfilled and not living up to my potential and just, always wondering what if every day like people say jared well getting in shape is really hard yeah but so is dying early and not ever seeing your grandkids that's fucking hard isn't it being happy is hard guys but is being unhappy easy fuck no think about that you guys that are unhappy have got to learn to fight for your happiness write that down Fighting for your happiness is severely underrated. But think about it. I mean, fighting for your happiness, especially if you've got some stuff going on, like your mental health isn't so great and you got some shit, some baggage. I get it. I promise I get it. But you have to understand that it's one of those things where you have to fight for what you want, you have to fight for your happiness. You see what I mean? Because if you're not willing to fight for your happiness, you're gonna get what you're at right where where you what you hate what you don't like right now. you know It's one of those things where where it's all hard doing these things every day is hard. fighting for your happiness is hard, but so is hating your life, living it unfulfilled and being unhappy. that shit's hard too. you see what I mean? Going into the next one, what's your gut say? Think about it. A lot of people like, they keep feeding themselves bullshit. Like, don't get me wrong. Affirmations, positive affirmations are awesome. But if you know in your gut, you're encouraging your bad habits. This goes into the next one. It's what your your gut say and change your bad habits. Because you have to understand that when it comes to this, like for example, if you're overweight and you're going to die 10 years early and you say, no, it's okay. I'm good enough. I'm good enough. I'm good enough. Like, fuck no, you're not good enough you're gonna die ten years early I know this right part this right here is going to piss a lot of people off but I'm not here to I'm here to help you I'm not here to encourage your bad habits imagine here's an extreme example what would happen if like I don't know a child molester a piece of shit scum person a child molester said it's okay I'm good enough it's okay I'm I'm good enough I'm worthy da, 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 da. like no that's fucking terrible right it's the same thing I'm not saying you're I'm just giving an extreme example because the principles still apply. I mean, I see a lot of people rationalizing bad habits with positive affirmations and that's wrong. Like it's, it's one of the biggest things that that gets me about like right now, the whole healthy at any size movements, complete bullshit. It's the same thing. Someone who is literally going to die 10 years early because their health is so bad they're like, oh no, I'm perfect the way I am. It's healthy at any size. Saying you're healthy at any size is like saying healthy with every stage of cancer. We're like, no, you're stage four cancer and have a month left. That is not healthy at any stage. It's the same thing. You have to have a line in the sand for yourself. Again, it goes back to having subpar standards. You have to call it your own bullshit. Like I know, I, I know my extreme examples offend a lot of people, but like principle, if here's the thing with extreme examples, principles should still apply. Right? So here's the thing. So many people who are unhappy are telling themselves in their, like in their gut, they know they're lying to themselves. They're like, Oh no, it's fine. I really don't have time. I really, I'm just, I've always been like this. I'm not, I'm not naturally a motivated person. Uh, oh no, I'm happy the way I am like bullshit. You're not. You guys have an intuitive sense for a reason. God put an intuitive sense in you for a reason to call out your own bullshit. And if you know, like, if you're shoot, if you if if you know you're in a such of a bad position that you're having to lie to yourself to make yourself feel better, you need to listen to your gut. That's what I hate about the whole like, everyone's everyone's afraid to call out their own bullshit or say something because they're worried about offending somebody. Someone that weighs 600 pounds saying, oh, I'm healthy at any size. I'm good enough. Like, no, you're not. Are you kidding me? You're going to die without seeing your grandkids. What would you do if a kid said that? What would you do if your kid beat the living fuck out of somebody at school for no reason? He went up. What happens if seven-year-old little Billy walk up to seven-year-old little Susie and beat the hell out of her? And then your kid came home and said, what? I just felt like it. I'm good enough. Remember? Like you say, mom, we're good enough. Think about that. What would you do? Would you say, yeah, you're right, son. You are good enough. It's okay. And keep doing it. Of course not. You would be like, no, 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 no. That is a bad habit. We're fixing right the fuck now. It's the same thing, guys. I say this again because I love the fuck out of you and I want you to be successful. But so many people are, their gut is telling them, no, you're full of shit. No, you need to get your act together. No, you're cutting corners. No, you're being lazy. No, you keep breaking promises. No, you're you're really being a shitty person. And then we then people try to cover it up with like, oh no, I'm worthy. I'm good enough. I'm da 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 da. Do you see what I mean? The only reason, like when you when that happens, you have to understand that if your actions are not conducive to the goals you want, you have a problem, right? Like I said, I know those are some pretty fucking crazy examples, but you have to think about it from a contextual standpoint that if your gut is telling you something, if you're in your gut, you know something's wrong and you know you're not living up to your potential and you know you have subpar standards and you know you've been lazy, don't rationalize it by saying you're good enough. Change it. Get uncomfortable and change it. you see what I mean? And then the last point on this. Is gratitude. I have it tattooed on my arm for this very reason. You have to understand when it comes to being happy, you have got to express gratitude. I don't know what you believe in. I don't care what you believe in, whatever, but you have to experience the emotions of what you're grateful for because you have to understand on your worst day, on your worst day, you're listening to me fucking talking to a mic on the internet which means I bet you have food in your fridge, which means I bet you have a smartphone in your pocket, which means I bet you have heat in your house, which means I bet that you can breathe on your own, which means I bet you can go to the bathroom on your own. Do you see what I mean? There are people out there, you have to understand, there are people out there who would die and give, that they would literally cut off their left arm to have your worst day as their best day. You know what I mean? Like right, Like recently, I just I blew out my knee. I tore my meniscus and I'm getting ready to get surgery. And I've never been more thankful for my other knee. I totally took for granted the, the ability to get up and walk across the room. Because like when my knee went out, I was locked up for like three days and I couldn't fucking walk. Like literally, if something happened, I could not get up and walk. If, if Shelby fell over from a heart attack, I could not pick her up and take her to the car. Like I, I was ne- I'd never been more thankful for the ability to walk when I could walk again. It's that same kind of thing, guys. It's really hard. Gratitude fixes everything. It's really hard to be unhappy when you're expressing gratitude. You know, like I said, it's why a gratitude journal. It's why I have the word gratitude literally written in like a a seven-inch long tattoo on my right forearm because gratitude will change your life. Not just blindly saying, like, yeah, I'm thankful for food. I'm thankful for a roof over my head. I'm thankful for my dogs. It's like, no, you need to like experience and embody and make every everything you do come out of a place of gratitude and be truly fucking grateful. Like the fact, like if you're listening to this and can breathe without a machine, you should be ecstatic. Shoot. Uh, yesterday Kobe died, right? Kobe Bryant, one of the most successful, uh, sports superstars on the planet. An amazing person just died the other day, just died in a helicopter crash. So like he went, he left his house the other day and didn't come back home to his family. Him and his daughter, Gigi, left their house, kissed mom, kissed, kissed mom goodbye, told siblings bye, and left. And they were never going to come back. So the fact that you come home today, you should be unbelievably grateful. That should give you fucking chills right now. The fact that you like went out yesterday and did whatever you did and came home and slept in your own fucking bed last night, you should be unbelievably grateful. Like it it hits me really hard in the wintertime when it's cold. Like the fact that like I have heat in my house and I'll be laying in my bed and I know it's cold outside and I've got heat and I'm like, fuck man. My worst day, I still have heat in my house and I can still go to bed. Like our lives aren't that fucking bad. Don't get me wrong. We all have bullshit. We all have struggles. We all have stuff we go through, but you have to understand and learn to flex your grateful muscles because if you're not expressing or even feeling gratitude, on the daily basis, the best stuff in the world can happen to you, and you're still going to be unhappy. Because again, how you do anything is how you do everything, right? Like I just said, if you can't be happy with what you have right now, what makes you think getting rich will make you happy, or getting shredded will make you happy, or getting the car, or getting the girl, or getting the whatever will make you happy? You know what I mean? It's like you ever see like the like the the guy the broke piece of shit person that's like like. Not that being broke makes you a piece of shit, but like that, like some person that's just a, not a very, not, not in a very good place in life. And uh, he finds a winning lottery ticket and he's like back to broke and homeless and sh- shit's a mess a year later. It's because like him finding the, the lottery ticket didn't like, wasn't going to fix his problems. It's the same thing. If you're not happy now, you're not going to get the happiness lottery and then be happy. Because guess what? if your discipline sucks, your standards are sucks, are terrible, you're not growing, you're not keeping promises you make to yourself, your guts telling you you have another level and you're not going to it, and you don't change your bad habits, and you're not grateful, It doesn't matter what you get, you're still going to be unhappy. Why do you think people that like someone becomes a sports superstar or wins a lottery or they get every material thing known to man and they're still not happy? You know? And don't get me wrong. I'm not against the material shit. I'm all about toys. But like, you have to understand that if you don't invest in your happiness every day, you're fucked. Because at the end of the day, that list of seven things that I just said equals happiness. But they all come out from the, come from the place of being grateful and or not being grateful for one, but um, they all come from the place of being disciplined. But you have to understand that happiness is not a place. Happiness is not a place that you get to, you finally get to, and then you can take your foot off the off the gas. Happiness is a project you have to continuously work on, which means every day be disciplined. Every day hold yourself to that higher standard. Every day, make sure you're growing and not dying. And not just staying, saying or thinking it, like actually think about like write down what three things did you do to grow today? Did you read a book? Did you go exercise? Did you go listen to something? Did you uh, whatever? You know what I mean? Are you keeping the promises you make to yourself? Is your gut telling you that you are full of shit or you're not or you're you're holding back from that next level, but you're rationalizing it. And are you expressing gratitude? Because I'm telling you guys, this isn't like I, I know it doesn't sound that exciting or that crazy. And you're like, how does that make me happy? But you have to understand that it does. Try taking all that away from you and, and where you at? Because right now, a little bit of self-reflection time if you're disciplined, it, it, uh, let me ask you, if right now you're unhappy, I, am I wrong with that list? Does your discipline, is your discipline terrible? And here's the thing. You may be disciplined in one area and not in another. And that not is what's holding you back. You may be unbelievably disciplined in your workouts and your nutrition, but what about your house? Is it clean? Do you make your bed? Do you like, are, are the other shit that you don't want to do every day that you don't do because you don't want to do it? Do you see what I mean? It's that is that, it's that kind of thing. So that's what I'm here to tell you is I just, if you're not happy, I'm telling you, start working on some of this stuff, especially the disciplined one, because I promise if you are not happy, I would bet everything I have that you are not disciplined and that, or there's an area that you've been not keeping the promises you make to yourself. Or you go in get in a position where you like do really good for three or four weeks and then you fall off and you do really good for three, four weeks and fall off because you have to understand that's what we all do. People, we see it with dieters all the time. People start a diet, start a program three, four, five weeks, and they fall off Then start back for three, four, five weeks and they fall off. And it's a program. It's something I work on with all my coaching clients is busting through that program. But you have to understand that when you fall off, that's what's killing you. That's what's chipping away at your happiness, self confidence and belief in yourself. Okay. So I hope this helps. If it offended you, I'm sorry. But then again, if it did part of me, like if it offended you, I'm not sorry, because this is just the truth. Um, sorry if there was a little bit of technical difficulties with the piece in this, but, um, yeah, pardon me feels like this was just kind of me rambling, but, um, I don't know. I hope you got a lot out of it or at least a nugget. Um, I just, I just felt like in my gut, like I was telling you, listen to your gut. I just felt like in my gut, I had someone needed this and I really needed to come on here and and talk. So yeah. Otherwise, thanks again for listening. I'll talk to you later.